0: what's up y'all hey y'all we're here
1: we are here
0: we are in our
1: uh temporary permanent space
0: i guess temporary permanent we've been you know it's funny we always joke about we're in a different studio but there are some podcasters that every every time every episode they're in different cities yeah we're we're not that that exciting that
1: bougie we're just in mansfield in different locations yeah
0: so we're in our hopefully more long-term our hope, yeah our hope is
1: long-term place
0: so that Easton doesn't have to be setting up and tearing down I know. all the things I'm super
1: excited it's like we have a real studio it's set up now it needs some decor it needs some things give
0: us some ideas of what you think we should That's do to true. spice up well this, we have our new
1: furniture we have our permanent ish home because we never know you never, know what
0: you never know what God, God, has. Has. God has up his sleeve.
1: Sometimes there's more means there's a lot of change.
0: How are, but, you, how are you feeling today? Well,
1: clearly I sound wonderful.
0: When he sounds like she uh, been smoking since she's 13.
1: This is my radio voice.
0: That's your radio yeah, voice. It's radio. actually better than high pitchy squealing. A hundred percent. You know, that's a hard thing for ladies on mics.
1: Hey, you know what? <laughs> Let's just talk about it.
0: That's a whole episode we should do is they how to should. talk to Mike.
1: No, because I'm grateful years ago you helped me. You were like, hey, when you get excited, I'm just gonna tell you the truth. Uh, You get a little squealy and pitchy, and that's like a girl thing. Like our voices are just naturally higher than men's voices. Uh, except today and you're like so just pay attention to that when you get louder or excited like men can yell and it's powerful women yeah. might yell and it's kind of well annoying.
0: everybody has a, everybody <laughs> has a way that they lean mm-hmm. so me when i get excited or i get loud i sound naturally angry yeah yeah. yeah. i'm not angry right i'm excited yeah. but what comes out is yeah. rah and it sounds like rage yeah for you it, it yeah, was like it a says cheerleader
1: this. or something. Yeah, yay! Yay, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, and
0: so, yeah, that was just a lesson we learned. But now we're good. you no. can go and you can go full camp altar. Mm-hmm. You can go full that's camp right. altar and it doesn't matter because you got that gravel, you got that Joyce Myers action. Yeah, kind of. That's why everybody likes Joyce because she just sounds like a dude. Yeah,
1: but she actually smoked cigarettes three years. To she get did? Her, yeah, so that's what got her her voice. Wait a minute. You didn't know this? Yeah.
0: No, we yeah. need to fact search this.
1: Oh, it's 100% true. F-
0: fake news. She,
1: no, it's not. She, she
0: did it so that her voice would no, change? No,
1: no. She just lived a life before Jesus. Oh, 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 oh. No, no, I thought no, meant
0: no, no. I thought you meant that she no. she like prescribed herself no, some Marlboro's. No,
1: please. For retraction a of that, no, she just uh had a you know story of life and she smoked cigarettes before she met Jesus and then gave that up, but it did long term, you know, hey, voice lowering for her.
0: Hey, God's gonna turn her for good. Hey, He did so. Uh oh, so we're all coughing, so uh, if we have a coughing fit,
1: yeah,
0: you know, just hey, what it is, you just is tis the season. <laughs> Tis the season for the flu. <laughs> That's true. The flu's back.
1: It's hey, it was gone. It was gone for two years, years it's and amazing. now now the flu's back. And it's like worse than ever. I've never been so sick for so long in my life. But I'm here with my coffee. Got my tissues over here. And you
0: got a little machine I plugged got in got over my in the diffuser corner. Diffuser oils going. Diffuser oils. Okay. Friend of ours
1: gave us an oil, and it's actually helping my life. So thank you, Justin. For we oil.
0: Uh, our families just got back from Cabo. Yep. Should we have a picture? Do we take one picture together?
1: Yeah, we did one.
0: Okay, picture. <laughs> and uh, so yeah. we were hanging out
1: or two i think maybe. we were that hanging means. out in cabo yeah
0: i was sick the whole time yeah
1: you were yeah you were sick
0: so it was miserable i did not go on vacation no i just went to a small hotel room alone for f- <laughs> near six, <a> beach <laughs> six days near a beach
1: yeah it was it was an ex- people
0: kept saying i saw you on the patio or on the
1: oh yeah what's yeah, it the called patio. that's right
0: patio of the room so I'm still beating that.
1: Yeah, it was a mess. So I tried to like soak up in the sun, but by about 6 p.m. every day, my head felt like it was going to explode. And then I'm, I'm a recovering, like alcoholic, no
0: cigarette, a holic, a
1: coffee, uh, no people <laughs> <Cigarette-aholic. laughs> cigarette- pleaser, yeah, like, uh, no, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, what is the word? So like, you take just care of all the things. Yeah, So
0: you just keep pushing it, even though you're yeah, sick and, and so need I'm to-
1: recovering in that. And so there was one night when I couldn't do it. So I was like, sorry, guys, love you. Stay in the room. But then I kept being like, if he can't show up, then I sure, then I have to show up.
0: Is and that what you're doing? It was I, was I, yeah. me being so sick was making you, know, you worse? My,
1: no, but that's just like, can I do it? Can I d- make it? Okay, I can. I'm gonna go. And so I just take the drugs and go. But I, I still rested more. That's old Aaron. I think it was the best, like my anxiety of vacation because you know I like to go, go, go and see yeah, all yeah, new. Yeah. I think I, my body caused me to have the least amount of FOMO I've ever had and just relax but I still have not recovered. So we're working on it.
0: So every year we take that trip yeah. in December mm-hmm. as like a rest and recharge. So pray for your boy, because I didn't right. actually get a vacation. Yeah,
1: pray for us. But
0: I'm y- taking on my kids in January. Yeah to gray wolf lodge. That's good. And that's a very relaxing.
1: Yeah, it'll be super <laughs> relaxing. <laughs>
0: well, that's but it'll fun. be
1: Connecting time with your families is good. Yeah. Um, but while we were gone, while, uh, we were sick, we've been airing some of the best, I think podcasts that we've, uh, that we've ever recorded.
0: Dude, we've had some, uh, very, I think these chairs help too. You know, we yeah. started with a big table and uh-huh. so we were like business yeah. CNN.
1: I know. I do kind of think we might need to scoot them. Do you want to turn them? And each other. Okay. A little bit. Do you wonder? Because I feel like I'm a little bit like, I wish, can I do it?
0: Yeah. Easton's looking at us in terror.
1: <laughs> He's like, y'all don't screw it up. That's better.
0: Yeah, that's now good. I can
1: see better. So we started very
0: uh, business news yeah, and then yeah, now yeah. we've got a little bit more chill. That's true. Uh, chill vibes.
1: It's like. Uh the progression of us in our personhoods too in our lives. Like we started a little more stoic and now we've gotten a little more chill, right? Look,
0: Easton's have to move some cameras Uh-oh. now. Oh. He's, he's pausing us. Are we oh he's still shooting. Oh. Are we going? So okay. uh so yeah, we've had some pretty intense conversations yeah. over the last three Three episodes. Three episodes. So that's co- that's a series. Maybe we did we a did. whole mini series within season.
1: Oh, look at us, pastors. <laughs> and so
0: uh, we talked about church hurt. Yeah, and said a bunch of stuff.
1: A bunch of stuff. A bunch of true stuff. A bunch of vulnerable stuff. Yeah. And uh, you know what I love, and what we talk about all the time, is the response from the people who watch the tug of war that yeah. like, that's why we're doing what we're doing. And we have had overwhelming response uh, to this topic uh, that we talked yeah. about. Yeah,
0: lots of response, people saying thank you uh, f- for just talking about it.
1: Yeah, for being willing to just open up and share. I think um, that so often we're, we think we have to be guarded and we can't tell well, our stories, but they're so grateful that we are because they just want to know me too. Mm -hmm. people just want to know have you been there have you you know I was thinking about it when you were sick in Cabo you and Easton are both alike in this uh there were you're not sick very often and so there were times when you would say to me is this normal has this happened to you before like am I supposed to feel this way is this okay and because for you knowing oh this is how because I was a couple days ahead of the sickness from you Uh, Oh yeah, I was trying to get
0: a bead on how long is this going to take.
1: And like knowing, okay, is this how I'm supposed to feel? Is this how it's supposed to go? Actually helped you feel like I'm not a weirdo. I'm not crazy sick. I'm not a a a wuss. Yeah, I'm not Uh, a wimp. And I think the same is true for people in life. When they walk through hurt, they walk through pain in church, in people, in society, in life, in relationships, they're like, has anyone else felt this way? Has anyone else experienced that? Yeah. And often, uh, church leaders we like to say, "No, you bless your heart." I can't believe that happened. Yeah,
0: or you just need to pray. Yeah. Uh, the tough thing is, is what you're saying is that it it feels like everybody uh, references that they've been hurt, or, or or pastors will like speak to a season of difficulty, right? But then there's never any specifics, or there's never any like actual handle right. to grab onto and understand like. Okay, but what happened right. and then how did that make you feel, and then how, how did, did you, you move on? How did you move on and so, yeah, dude, I know it was we said a lot, yeah, and I know that we said a bunch of stories, and uh I know that there are probably some I, I even had a hard time in the last episode,
1: yeah
0: uh because I talked about and said I know that some of the people uh from my past still listen
1: right, right, right,
0: you know what I mean yeah. and so there's that balance of like uh your haters are still. Listening, Yeah. And so you don't want to throw more gas on the thing.
1: No, but I think the heart behind it is not. Um, and in fact, we were very intentional and careful that like, it's not anyone specific that we are talking about. Yeah. And, and the conversation was not an attack on anyone. The conversation was an opportunity to help other leaders, other people know that, Hey, you're not alone. We've all been there. We've all been hurt and we've all caused hurt. Well, and then, uh, and then from that, here's how you can move forward. Here's how we found to, uh, that's worked for us. Here's how we found that hasn't worked for us. Yeah, and that's the heart behind it.
0: And and here's here's why we did it. Yeah, here's why it was so important for me. Yeah, or for us to to have that conversation is because when I went through uh, my biggest season of church hurt. Yeah, I was uh, grasping for somebody to help me understand how to get through it right and so i'm a big belief believer in mentors and, and yeah. like finding people that will yeah. speak in your life and so i've had a number over the years and so as yeah. i was drowning right a little right. bit emotionally and some hurt i reached out to a bunch of guys that i had been following and gleaning wisdom from for years and basically said like have you ever experienced anything like this yeah have you ever been sick like me Has this thing ever happened to you? And these pastors that have shared wisdom and books and resources and prayers and prophecies, time after time in offices behind closed doors still wouldn't actually be vulnerable. Yeah. Still wouldn't actually um, talk to me about what happened in their story. And you know, you know that like this person was the pastor before them and then they used to be close and then now I never see them anymore and that right. person just disappeared. Or I remember there was this person on staff that you right. were always with and right. then now they've never in your life. And so like through context clues, you know that the people that I'm trying to gain wisdom from have been hurt, but they wouldn't actually be open with me. Yeah. And so I was finally kind of on my last leg and, uh, and called a pastor that's been a, a mentor yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of a yeah.
1: more distant one. You weren't as close. Not
0: as close. Yeah. And got into his office and basically said, I, I need to know, have you ever felt what I'm feeling? Right. And uh, he kind of beat around the bush and hemmed and hawed a little bit. And then finally started talking and he started crying and telling me some of his story. uh, But not even... He wasn't even telling it to me from a position of healing. Yeah, he was telling me of it as from a position of processing. Yeah, yeah. And like before, I knew it. I was going to him for wisdom, and now I was the counselor, yeah. and he was the one yeah. in the chair. Yeah. And I think it was lethardic, lathart- yeah. cathartic, cathartic. I think it was cathartic <laughs> for him to even talk to me. But it was finally like, oh, Superman bleeds. Yeah. And you, you. I don't know if you know Rocky, but um, Rocky Four. Finally, Rocky cuts Ivan in the last fight and uh, his trainer starts seeing, he's he's not a machine, he's a man. And it was finally this moment for me, yeah. talking with another like alpha, I'm right. air quoting for those of you that are just listening, talking to this alpha pastor yeah. and seeing that he bled too right. was so healing for me. Yeah. Because it made me feel like not a wuss. It made yeah. me feel like I wasn't just some broken little kid So, why do we have that three episode long, kind of tough, arduous conversation? Because I have so many friends that are watching, and so many young leaders now that are watching, that I just want them to be able to know it's okay to hurt. Right. And you're not the only one,
1: you're not alone and you're not a weirdo, you're yeah. not weak, you can keep going, yeah. you can do this. I think that's the biggest like attack of isolation is to make us feel like we're the only one and then it's like well then I'll just quit. Yeah. And like for you in that season, it was like should I just quit? Like yeah. what should I do? Is this
0: not survivable? Yeah. And if, when you think you're the only one, then you play yourself your own pity party. Right, absolutely. And so what I had started to fall into was this pity party of woe is me, and where is God and why did the devil win? And like yeah. all this pity party stuff. But then when you realize, you know, the Bible says that all things are common to man. Right. When when I started to realize, and I just saw one other pastor bleed, this guy always smiled on stage when right. we finally would bleed and cry behind a closed door. It gave me some like, Oh yeah. Oh, maybe all those other people who haven't been able to be honest and transparent about their church hurt. Right. Um, They just can't. They yet. just
1: can't. And so I just
0: so I just committed yep. that as I grow and God gives me a platform, yeah. not even the Tugmore is a great platform. Like my hope is that that in time people continue to go back and keep watching yeah, and learning. Yeah, yeah. But that whatever platform the Lord blesses us with, right? That we would be open and honest and bleed um not only behind closed doors.
1: Yeah. Well, we talk about it. That it's a commitment we made years ago to be very vulnerable people to be transparent about uh you know there's a difference between transparent and vulnerable transparent is just like uh actually just telling what's real what's going on but being vulnerable is like telling personal how it affects how it made us feel what we actually experienced and um and we made a commitment to be both and it's not easy it's not uh, normal right. um we've gotten a lot of flack we've gotten pushback we got we got uh not equal at all by any stretch of the imagination we got way more positive about the last three episodes than negative but we did get some negative too of people like are you being gossipy like what is going on like why are you sharing that or people assuming we were talking about them when we were not or whatever but the truth of the matter is no that's always silly yeah, it's silly. because... It's always
0: silly when people think that you're talking about them. I'm like, I've been doing this twenty years. Yeah,
1: we got a lot like, of stories and a got, lot of people. We got so many stories that
0: we didn't even right. that we didn't even get into. Yeah. And anytime somebody thinks the stories about them, it's because they're convicted about something they did. A hundred percent. They're just yeah.
1: showing their true heart and hand in it. That like, oh, uh, we're talking about people being offended. I guess you were you're submitting you're offended, uh, which is weird. But it's hard. It's not easy because. Haters are not usually our motivators. A lot of times they make us question ourselves yeah. if we're really doing it the way we should. And then, uh, yeah, when other people aren't always doing it, then you feel kind of like, okay, we're going against the grain. We're going opposite. Um, but I think the reason you found what you found is that for so many years, pastors have been uh, made to believe, lead church leaders, people who are men and women of God, that they have to put on a strong yeah. front because yeah. what we think is that if we admit weakness, what we're showing is weakness of God, not mm. weakness of ourselves. We get a little confused. And, and I think so often they think, I mean, it's two things. I think there's pride and arrogance that's connected to it. But I also think they've been conditioned that way because if I say that I was weak, that I'm saying the God in me was weak. And I'm like, no, you're just a human. You're, you're misunderstanding what the relationship between you and God is. It's that you are human. Therefore you need God. Not that God failed in you. No, like recently I saw, um, something on social media of somebody sharing and they were like, no, this is my really vulnerable moment. And then they shared this like super not vulnerable thing. That was just like, I wasn't a super holy pastor for five seconds. And I was like, this is not helping anyone. This is the only no. It was literally
0: literally like, I I stopped Devo time for three days in a row. It was was like,
1: like I missed a few days of Devo time and I was like, wait a minute, you just perpetuated the idea that you're a superhero, that you're a superhero for Jesus. And now saying, so then I went a whole year without missing one day. I'm like, you really? Did I miss one day? Okay, cool. If that's what was your conviction, that's awesome. But that's not that vulnerable. You're not really sharing how you're feeling. You're not sharing what's really happening in your life. Let's not get it twisted and think, oh, now I'm being so vulnerable. No, it's freaking hard yeah, to be vulnerable and to tell the truth about what's yeah, going
0: on. Go. No, no, it's true. Transparent is Yeah, transparent, vulnerable. They're 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 what is it, kissing cousins. They're yeah. they're different. Uh but but the same. But the same. I think that a lot of times as I've listened to pastors, they can say uh and I think there's a shift in culture where people are starting to become actually vulnerable and transparent. I think well, there's a it. I think there's a shift in 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 North American culture. For sure. But there's this there's this thing that they do where they talk in such vague concepts or vague terms or um um, like I love TD Jakes. Yeah, old TD like yeah,
1: old school TD, old school TD yeah.
0: Jakes. But he very rarely has a personal story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas now Michael Todd
1: is telling every is the story. is
0: the is the antithesis of the coin that yeah. now he is extremely vulnerable and telling his own his own personal stories. And it's dangerous though. Right. It's dangerous to tell that to tell that personal stuff. And I think that you just as a, as a leader have to decide what kind of person are you going to be?
1: Well, yeah, it can be dangerous
0: because like John Maxwell is great, but like how many quotes like dude quotes don't really help me.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: You know what I mean? No, it's a personal story that helps me. The reason that we love David and Goliath is because we know the battle of his journey. We know him in the cave. We know him alone. We know him on the roof when he shouldn't be like we know the behind the scenes right. parts of the story not we know that paul was killing christians and that he was beaten and shipwrecked and right. so we like didn't,
1: he didn't hide that part under the rug and then just become the guy who right. wrote the new testament but instead that's part of the story yeah
0: I, I hear pastors talk they love peter i love peter i really connect with peter well right you connect with peter because he was cussing people out yeah he's chopping off ears because he's and angry because he's, he's afraid and because he sunk when yeah. the waves got high that's why you connect to him. But then we get up and we preach and teach. Yeah. Not, not those moments. Right, right. And so, so yeah, man, we, no, I, I think vulnerability what you said, okay, you what?
1: said that's dangerous. And okay. I'm like, it can be dangerous if that's our perspective, but what I love about what Michael Todd's doing, what I love about what we've determined to do in our lives, what I love about what God's called us to do is to shift that paradigm and say, it's not dangerous. In fact, what we well, have found is it's more dangerous to not be vulnerable. It's more dangerous to truth. hide all the things under a rug. It's more dangerous to say, I'm fine, everything's okay. And and to not really be willing to be transparent and vulnerable. We, we I think old culture was... Um, you know, you don't want them to see the the kinks in your armor. Was it chinks in your kinks, one of those? Yeah, holes, uh, gaps holes gaps in your armor that like you don't want them to see you bleed. Like you said, that like uh, that's the old culture because we're supposed to be this leader that they follow. Well, but we need to shift the paradigm to say no. I'm a human, you're human, and we're on this journey together. And that's how people, uh, can actually make progress in their life.
0: Well, what you're saying, what you're highlighting, the danger is like, okay, it's, it's dangerous to be transparent and vulnerable in the immediate because somebody might be able to make a comment right. or have an attitude, right. but, but what you're saying is what's more dangerous, Right. what's probably more dangerous for me is to not be transparent and vulnerable for a decade. And then I get caught. Right. I would much rather talk about my current today struggles with lust. Right. Right. With my wife and with friends and with a healthy community. I'd rather talk about that, which is transparent right. and vulnerable and feels dangerous. And it feels dangerous. I w- then I would rather hide all that crap for a decade. Right. And then it all blow up and lose everything that I have. Absolutely. That's, that's what you're saying because they, they, but when you, when you're immediately, when you're transparent now and vulnerable now, it leaves you open for a couple people on social media or online to lob comments, which they don't know what the junk they're talking about. Right. No. Right. And, and I would rather help the masses than be concerned with the opinions of a few immature, right. Easily offendable people.
1: Absolutely. And I'm like, it may look.
0: Dang, that was a sentence.
1: No, it's true. Say yeah. it again, then.
0: I, I would rather I would rather use my experience, my story, to help a large group of people right. than silence myself and not help a big group because there's a very small few of people that are looking to get offended.
1: Absolutely. And that's what happens is we allow It's happened to us before. There have been times when we have had critiques or when people have been frustrated and I've called you or you've called me and said, should we change what we're doing? Are we doing this right? Are we doing this wrong? Should we tone it down? Should we ramp it up? Whatever it is. But the truth is we know what we've been called to do. We know who we are and what we've been asked to, what our assignment is. And like our assignment is to be vulnerable, transparent people and to hopefully help other people, uh, make real change in their life yeah. to actually go from people who maybe once were struggling with some things to have now found freedom in those things to once were offended and hurt and like literally crippled by what the, the pain that was caused them by people to now people who love people who yeah. serve people who give their life to it. And so like, we have to allow ourselves to go, wait a minute, which crowd is more important.
0: So what's the difference between um, helpful and hurtful? What's the difference between transparent and vulnerable and gossipy uh, and combative?
1: Something I've always heard is that gossip is talking about specific people without any ability to help or bring any change. And so I think what's real careful and intentional is like you and I've been to like um, conferences where they've shared stories and they've been very specific about like our board member in 20 whatever stole money from the church whatever well
0: ed young has done that yeah and dude it's helped me so much
1: it's been super helpful yeah now he didn't say their name he didn't blast their picture on social media he didn't uh like actually tell their address or whatever yeah yeah. but he tells the story that still protects the 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 guilty parties but brings help to others but
0: if the guilty party is listening they know that it's them
1: yeah but that's on them Nobody else knows what you just said. The fear in those people who are offended is that the masses will know what they did. Yeah. Well, the truth of the matter is, uh, nobody knows who you are. Yeah. As much, something my parents used to say to me all the time is you'd actually be offended if you knew how little people actually were thinking about you because we get huh. so like wrapped up in myopic. Yeah. The whole get, world's oh, about they're me. They're all pointing at me. They're all talking about me. Oh, I can't believe they're gossiping about me. No, we're Sorry. not even thinking about you. Sadly, I hope that doesn't offend you, but we're not. Dude. We're just trying to think we're thinking about the tug team and how we can help them and how we can further uh, their calling because- yeah. We've walked through similar things.
0: We went to see three years ago, which Ed Young's Conference Fellowship Church. And he told a story about how, yeah, he had a like executive pastor that embezzled money.
1: Yeah. It was like a board member executive. I can't even remember. And then again, it wasn't about them.
0: He talked about how he had a worship department was a wreck and how he went in and fired like 14 people in a day. Right. Uh, I remember Robert Morris talking about how he had a board member that was like Jezebel spirit.
1: Yeah. And yeah. about how
0: he didn't know how to deal with it, and so he called. Uh,
1: uh yep, uh, the marriage guy. Uh, yep, well, Jimmy think, Evans. Jimmy Evans.
0: So he calls Jimmy Evans, and Jimmy Evans comes in and deals with the thing. And like, I don't have these stories written down. No, I remember them because they were so instrumental yeah. for me to hear other guys talk about how they didn't know how to do it, how they did it wrong, right? Like they had a major failure. We just heard another pastor tell him a story about how like God, how their church got like taken advantage of two different times two different and how times. they lost like yeah. half a building campaign money. And, and
1: then he also told about how like he put like $200,000 on a credit card or something yeah. trying to like help the stupid
0: church. stupid. And he's up there telling these stories of like Epic fails. Yeah. Yeah. And, and hearing them w- was so healing for me. Cause like, if you know our story at Moore church, yeah. this last year, 2022 has been hell on wheels. Yeah. And so we had like what I would consider an epic fail yeah, yeah. of a land swap. And, and, and uh, man, I was beating myself up so right. hard. Right. right.
1: Like, over, how could we not see this? No, dude, well, like how, all,
0: well, and how did I not hear God?
1: Right, right, right. Oh, how did,
0: on. how did I not hear yeah, God? Right. Where was God? Right. All of these things. Did he
1: not speak? Did he? You start right. All to these question, right?
0: You question so much stuff about yourself and your relationship with God and like faith, and hearing other pastors talk about, right. Their like transparent, vulnerable. I'm going to make myself look like an idiot. Moments, yeah, was healing, yeah, and is helpful. And so I think the more of us that are willing to do that the more of us that will be able to us. stick it out. No, it's true. and, and tug is not only for pastors. No,
1: it's for all kinds of, we're people.
0: talking our context. And so like, if you're hurt in ministry, you're probably also hurt in construction.
1: Right. Right. Or at the at t- teaching at your school Yeah. with the principal, with yeah. the people that you work with, like the, the hurt is again, people hurt. Yeah. It's just the context that we're in as church. And yeah, our heart is that they, that people Because of our stories, because of our willingness, your question was, what's the difference between transparent, vulnerable versus gossip and, uh, you know, bitterness, backbiting, whatever the word is, is that, you know, one, we're sharing these stories from fully from a healed place. I have no, mostly most most of them.
0: <laughs> most of them. The, most of the them. vast I, majority. I think
1: so. I yeah. mean for me because of what God's done in us the the healing to go hey that's not on us anymore like that's not our responsibility anymore. Hey we maybe made those mistakes but we've we've repented and moved forward. Um, but yeah and then again not from a frustrated at those people or circumstances place but then also um, there is helpfulness but I'm not Telling their dirty story. I'm telling my dirty yeah. story. Yeah. And so if it happens to have something to do with somebody else that's connected to it, sorry, that was part of uh that was part of being connected to it. But I'm not telling your name and, and you're putting your picture up on blast. Uh but I am telling mine. And that would buddy, be awesome.
0: You know how we put <laughs> pictures up? If we're like, hey, link this link. This is the per- person it was. <laughs> no. This is the person we had that meeting with.
1: No, but uh again with the goal in mind to bring help and healing and i think you know you said it there's so many stories we didn't tell there's stories where we had to let people go because of uh uh man life circumstances in their life that were not right not appropriate and the ripple of sin yeah well yeah sin in their life uh And the ripple effect of that was other people were frustrated at us, mad at us, left the church because they didn't understand. But one, we're not going to tell their story. So we didn't. And two, the very same sin issues they were dealing with here. Funny how they follow you wherever you go if you don't deal with them. Yeah. And those came to pass again in the next place they went. And so in the end, like it was revealed that we were correct. But all those people that got mad at us and left, they're still mad and left. Yeah. They're still gone. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we still had to deal with the hurt of like, man, our decision caused pain in places, caused hurt uh, to all kinds of people. The people that we had to let go and the people who left that we wouldn't tell the ugly truths of it all to. And yet it was the right thing to do. Yeah, And those are hard ones. And so like, there's all kinds of stories we can share. Um, but, the heart of that, the, the, the heart of our vulnerability is simply to say, you're not alone. We've all been there and Hey, let's keep going together.
0: Yeah. So what's the moral of the story?
1: I don't know. I thought that was a moral story. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, it is. The moral of the story is you're not alone in it. Yeah. Don't let it kill you.
1: Yeah. Don't let it kill you. And don't, then
0: don't, don't let it kill you because it's going to keep coming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Bless you.
0: Sorry. My bad. Tis the season. Yes. There's always going to be somebody. Right. Else. We just had a meeting. oh A week ago with some people in the church who are, you could not be more connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could not be more involved. Right. And they met with us and they told us that they were leaving the church. Yeah. For no, um, I don't want to say good reason because they said that God told them. Yeah, that it was Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with no, like, complaint, no fight. And I really don't think that there's a... Um, no, I don't
1: think there is. Yeah, I
0: don't think that there's some big thing. Love them,
1: bless them, all things. But it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt.
0: Dude, it hurts, it hurts man. hurts bad, yeah. I had a guy come up to me yesterday. After today's Monday, we had service yesterday. A guy yeah. came up to me yesterday with tears in his eyes. He says, Pastor, what's going on? I was like, what do you mean, what's going on? And he says, there's great people leaving the church. Yeah. Why did they why did they leave? He's crying. Why do they leave? And I didn't really know how to respond because there's a part of me that wanted to cry with him. Right. And I wanted to punch him. I was going
1: to say, same, bro. Yeah. Same.
0: And, and like, I don't. I don't and then, know. And then it triggers all this crap in me. hundred percent. That is like, well, are you now just going to leave? Right. Are you just going to be like, well, they were great people. And if they bounced. <sighs> yep. So moral of the story is that like being in relationship with people hurts yeah not just church anywhere you have two options you can either learn to navigate the hurt of people yeah or you can become a hermit right and you can go full uh you know alone buy a little cottage out on well, alaska you're
1: not outwardly a hermit you can become inwardly a hermit okay i've done that before where Talk i just shut myself down from real relationship and I'm just hey how are you good oh Great. fake smiles and fake and and not allow anyone actually in because mm. like sometimes I think about it you know uh when I lay in bed at night and think too much uh like one day when when my husband goes to heaven that's going to hurt like freaking mother like that's going to hurt so <laughs> deep and bad cuz I love that man right
0: me and Rachel We've decided that we're just gonna die. Yeah, this
1: is what you say, because you don't want one, to deal with it.
0: At 100, <laughs> we're just gonna go to sleep.
1: Like the a notebook?
0: Yeah, we're gonna go sleep on a 100th birthday. Right. And we're gonna say, good night, I love you. We're Your say, 100 birthdays are good,
1: not on the same day. Yeah,
0: well, we'll die on my 100th birthday. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, and uh, good night, I love you. Good night, I love you. And then we're right. just gonna go like this. And then we're just gonna turn off, and then we're gonna be in heaven and be like, dude, that was awesome.
1: That was amazing. I'm so glad. <laughs> And so like, sometimes, that's the plan. No, but sometimes when I think about that, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's going to be the worst pain in my life. But then I'm like, but would I miss what I have? The family, the life, the love that we have to No. But when we get hurt by people, we can start to do the same thing. Yes. We can say it's too hurtful. It's too painful. And yeah, I mean, same bro. Yesterday, there were people missing that I'm like, God, it hurts. I don't understand yeah. why they're not here. And it hurts me deep. And then I'm like, well, then fine. I'll just walk around and wave at everyone and say Merry Christmas and not actually allow anyone in.
0: Make a new friend.
1: But exactly. But the truth is, that's the trick. That's what uh, the attack wants over my life. And that's not who I am. And so screw that. Bump that. Like, I'm just going to talk about the fact that it hurts. And I'm going to keep loving people because you missing out on relationship is way worse than the pain of of missing and losing some people along the way that's true
0: you know what else hurts what is having real fat feet
1: what are you doing i
0: wear these joggers you know y'all got me wearing these joggers yeah and i got fat ankles
1: okay and so my ankles
0: no yeah no no i just have aggressively thick ankles (laughs) and then calves and
1: then calves (laughs) and so
0: my pants always is this what you're supposed to have
1: yeah what can you, you zoom?
0: Can you see my pant, my leg Easton? Look, are you allowed to see your leg so you can see my leg yeah. in, between my shoe and my no, sock? No, that's
1: part of it. I keep it's supposed pulling. to hit at, right above the ankle bone.
0: I keep pulling them down. And then this hoodie, it's like it's too short. It's, so I have to keep pulling it down. You're
1: having all kinds of struggles yeah, today. Yeah, I feel
0: like I got some frump fest.
1: Frump fest? <laughs> frump. That's what happens when you don't feel good.
0: Frump fe- Oh, yeah. And when it's Thanksgiving and Christmas, I got some... Uh, christy gates Hale shout out
1: oh come on i got some too
0: she gave me some she calls it christmas crack yes and it's like chocolate and peanuts
1: and still we still have some in our house which is shocking because there have been years that it is completely gone in 24 hours
0: yeah well mike lillian tried it last night and she started eating and i took it from her put it on the top shelf of the pantry (laughs) so her little sneaky butt no it's true
1: the only reason i think it survived is because i put it in my like church bag and it was at the bottom this morning when i found it otherwise Probably would have all got eaten last night.
0: Christy, shout out. We need the recipe for uh Christmas crack. Yeah,
1: but then it wouldn't be so joyful when she gives it to us every That's week. true. If I learn how. We would just... Then we would have all kind of front fest going yeah, on.
0: <laughs> Lillian loves to bake. Yeah. But the good news is that her favorite thing to bake is pumpkin stuff.
1: And you don't like I them? hate
0: pumpkin. Yeah. So that's helpful. Yeah, that's good. Sorry, uh, what were we talking I about? I don't
1: remember. uh Just how we're helping people, trying to... And not be sad ourselves no i think uh
0: my yeah. ankles were getting cold
1: is that what happened <laughs>
0: yeah i got a drafty breeze on my ankles be- oh man and so i had to uh bring how long we've we the- been
1: talking to this time 40 minutes okay i think it's been a good conversation of just saying hey this is the reason why and then what the does your last- shirt say legend bro. oh legend, legend. come on Legend. except it doesn't it's oversized so it's a little i don't know it might just say Edge and I was <laughs> like, edging. I don't know what it says. <laughs> um But the last piece we didn't say in what we've been talking about is that our hope is, yes, you're not alone, you're not a weirdo, don't quit. But then be transparent too, be vulnerable too. Help somebody Help else. Somebody else. And what you said about that story from years ago, I remember the day that you were so grateful. Oh. I found someone. Like in yeah. that season, you're hurt, though, like Uh, we were in it together, it was still more your hurt than it was our hurt. And so for you, like finding someone else that could go, Hey, we're, I'm with it. I'm with you in this. It was so transformative to your Mm -hmm. life. And so I'm like, y'all come be a part of that tug team in being willing to be transparent and vulnerable. And when you see someone being catty about it, help redirect them and say, actually, the goal of, of my, not not our, I don't care about us, but for you, if someone gives you a just help them understand. Don't get mad at him Don't get bitter at him Just say, actually, the goal is that I'm trying to help somebody. Because yeah. like, you remember years ago when we did the testimony videos from death to life for people. And we yeah. had people telling us, you're ruining these people's lives by letting them share their testimony. But what we were able to say is, no, actually... We're, we're trying to help more people. Trying to create a culture. We're trying to create a place where people can be vulnerable about what they've walked through and, and be okay that, oh, they used to smoke cigarettes. That's why their voice sounds like this, but now God's using it for yeah. his glory for real. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and because we were willing to teach that instead of get mad at people for feeling that way, now we've got a place, yeah. a healthy and fun place where everybody's finding God's more for them because they're transparent, vulnerable about where they've been and where they're going. It's really good. And so that's the hope.
0: Yeah. I remember in my journey of finding somebody to be open and transparent with me, uh, I called a guy and talked to me. He didn't really tell me much. And then probably three months later, he called me back and he said, Hey, sorry, I didn't talk to you about my hurt. I just wasn't ready. Yeah. And then me and him had a great conversation yeah. and he healed and I healed and we we're able to talk with each yeah. other. And so I want everybody to notice too, yeah. Because your advice is really good. Help somebody else, but when you're in a position, yeah, of health healing, yeah. Because when I was hurt, there was a while that I only had a mouthful of daggers.
1: Mm-hmm. That's true, and you like, have to know when to speak. Yeah, right? you're and right. that
0: anybody that I would talk to, it had uh, a yeah. hint of poison.
1: Yeah,
0: it had a hint of poison. Even
1: though your intention wasn't it, you even though I was like,
0: be- I'm not saying bad about nothing. I'm doing no. There was a season that when I was hurt, that everything I said had a tint of poison to it. Yeah, and so I had to really keep my mouth shut. Yeah, with almost everybody. Yeah, but like when I would talk with you and Aaron, dude, it was straight Poison City. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. straight drowning y'all in daggers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same with Rachel yeah. and Rachel would have to pull me into reality right. and Aaron would have to, Aaron would say, Hey man, how how long are we going to keep talking about? <laughs> right. Like I had to have people help me pull out of that. Yeah. And so if, if, if as you're telling a hurt story, you still find yourself j- throwing in those jabs yeah. to make the other person look stupid, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not ready to talk about it in this type of open forum.
1: No, that's what I mean with a, like saying these stories we're sharing are from yeah a healed or healing place because otherwise we wouldn't be able to share it because i don't want to we're just putting
0: people on blast yeah
1: i don't want to put anybody on blast i owe oh, my heart in it is somebody even said that to us in the, in one of their messages they said your tone comes across as people who genuinely have a heart to help and i'm glad that that I, that that's coming across for those who are you know wanting help and wanting to listen yeah because uh because that is the heart of it is to say hey we can get better and the hurt doesn't have to define us. It doesn't have to become who we are. Yes. We don't have to hurt other people. We can instead together heal and get to the other side of it. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Guys, we're almost at a new year. Yes. We're walking in January. I don't know when this one's going to be posted. Probably still in December vibes.
1: Yeah, still before Christmas. Uh,
0: and so January's coming. That's what right. we would love is if you have any new ideas, topics, conversations, questions, We'd love to jump on those in January as we are whiteboarding out conversations that we want to have together. Hit us up. Let us know your questions. That's true. They can be anything. We're talking these have been like deep. We can go lighter. We can go uh, more spiritual.
1: We can talk about fashion and joggers and leggings and gangles and
0: if we talk about fashion, I will say very little. (laughs) Okay. I, uh, if it wasn't for the influence of my life, I would just wear the same three hoodies
1: and they would be jeans,
0: t-shirts, two pair of tennis shoes. And they
1: would all be blue.
0: Yep. (laughs) That's true. And so I would not have much to say.
1: Yep. We love y'all.
0: See you guys.